Welcome to the Sisters in Zion podcast with Danielle and Kirsten, who are best friends and active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is not an official podcast of the Church. This is a safe place for sisters to gather through conversations to draw closer to Christ. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today. This is Kirsten Kirschbaum here with my bestie, Danielle. Hi, you guys. So great to be connected again. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to jump right into how I'm feeling right now. And you know what? Sometimes people relate. I don't want to be too negative, but like, I just, sometimes when I'm at church, (laughs) I'm like really annoyed, you know? And I, I come to church and I'm like, okay, I love taking the sacrament. That's by far the best part. I know what that means. I know I, I take a moment. I'm, I'm literally drowning in children at church. It's, it's very difficult to actually, you know, like have a moment. But I do. I, I tell them all like, hey, mommy needs to repent of her sins. Okay. So I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to say a prayer and just try to center and just take a moment with the sacrament. And I feel like that's good. Like I, it's acceptable. I feel like my offering is acceptable. And then, you know, like there's just speakers that I don't feel the spirit when they're speaking. And I'm like kind of listening to what they're talking about. And I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, I don't know why, like almost like, uh, no, not almost like definitely judgmental. Definitely like, is this really what the whole sacrament meeting is going to be about? Like what, you know, and it's just, it's negative. And then I was in, and then I was, so that happened today. And then I was in Sunday school and we're learning in Isaiah about how um, the, the things to be aware of, right? Like Isaiah is warning us to be aware and to be beware of being prideful, of being um, prudent in your own eyes, which is basically like thinking like, you know, everything and you're not being teachable. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to wrestle with that. And, and I receive that. I'm like, okay, Isaiah, like, I'm okay with learning a lesson about being humble, but at the same time, like I desire so much to come to sacrament meeting and to have my soul fed and to, you know what I mean? And I I don't know, like actually one of my friends who's a recent convert, um, he just got baptized a few months ago and he was saying to me, like in the beginning, he was like so spiritually fed by coming to church and it was amazing. And then we had a couple of months of like some super awkward uh, testimony meetings. And he was just like, uh, is this for real? Like, this is real. This is what you guys do. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I know, I know it's weird, but it's okay. And like the church is still true and keep coming back. You know what I mean? And it was just like, how do you navigate with that? Like, this is the church of the people. You know, we do not have professional pastors. We do not have Joel Osteen, you know, given our sermons. And, and sometimes I leave church not, not spiritually fed. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does any, am I the only one? Tell me I'm not the only one. Please. No, you're definitely not the only one. It is a church of the people. You know, <laughs> I remember, um, you know, on my mission, a lot of times we would be like, um, we'll invite our investigators when it's not fast Sunday <laughs> <laughs> because we just, it's, it, but here's 
the thing is, that's what's okay. So on the spiritual note of it, right? The savior allows us this time and, and get up there and learn. And sometimes it's just a, you know, a lot of travel money, whatever. <laughs> sometimes it's a complaint of money, but thank a money. Yeah. I think a money. Yep. I mean, and he's just, just loving on us. And that's, what's funny. I, and the way I say that is because I think it was about a, two months ago, I was in church and listening to someone and I was feeling the same way. And I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to judge. Okay. I don't want to judge how, and I asked right then in my prayer, I was like in my head, how would you have me see the situation with love and understanding? And it was interesting what happened when I asked that again, insights comes to your mind. I asked that. And all of a sudden I just got this insight on this guy that was, you know, speaking. And it was just like, he was, hadn't spoke for a really long time. He was really nervous. And, um, that the savior just loved him for getting up. Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So sometimes isn't church about us learning how to love others. And yeah, totally. The other thing that I said to my friend, like the new convert that was kind of talking about that. And he actually kind of stopped coming to church and I was like, Hey, you got to come back. Like, I need you there. Like I felt, I missed you. Like I, and he kind of had shared, well, it was a little weird the last couple of times. And I didn't, you know, feel into that. And he was a new convert. And I said, you know what? I, I prayed about that. And what I felt was that that is a reason for us to stay in the church, not a reason for us to leave. If you think about the savior and what he's trying to accomplish, right. By having a, a sacred, holy space for his children to gather, and yeah, there are some who are struggling more and who don't necessarily have like the, the gift of speaking and, and inspiring everyone, but that's a reason for those who do have that gift to stand up and actually bear a testimony, a solemn witness of the Book of Mormon and of prophets and all of those things. So I did share with him, like, that's actually a reason why we need you there more, right? Not a reason why we need you there less. So I did feel confident in that. The other thing that I did actually when, because this, this particular speaker, I mean, it, it was really hard. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I could pray and ask to see it differently. I actually just pulled out my scriptures. You know, I, I just thought, oh, okay, I'm not going to get much from what this person's saying, but I took a moment to read my scriptures. And sometimes, you know, it's like, all right, well, this, this time is carved out as a time to worship our Savior. And that is what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, I actually had an institute teacher that would say that. He says, hey, if you're not getting something out of church, just read your scriptures. I mean, it really is. And I, I, I did a quote a while ago that said, you can't be everything to everybody all the time. Yeah. And it's, and it's true. Um, I'm going to be something I may share and speak about is going to feel inspiring and just answers to certain people. And then others are going to be like, eh, it was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Why is she talking about that? <laughs> I know. So, yeah. and I'll give you an example. I had, um, I was new in my ward in, um, about six years ago in this ward. And I, I remember they asked me to speak and I had this, okay, so I like video games. I grew up as a total eighties girl. I love video <laughs> games and I have a Wii and I love playing rock band. 
And I, I was the weirdest thing, but I just, I had this insight for my talk to relate it to playing rock band and hitting the notes. And sometimes we don't hit the notes, right? <laughs> but you just keep going and you just keep trying, right? And I, it was, the, it was kind of funny. And I'm sure some, you know, I had actually two people came up to me afterwards. Probably the rest were like, whatever, who cares about video games? But one guy was a video and he's not very active and strong. He, he made video games. Like he was a video game writer. I don't know. And he would loved it. And then this other woman came up to me crying and she said, I am so glad you were an answer to our prayer. She goes, we're here from out of town and I have a 14 year old son and he, we were not going to go to church today. And she said something cause they were, you know, going to travel and kind of be on vacation in San Diego. And she said, but something said so loud to me, get you and your son to church now. And she said, we came and you were talking about video games and he just loved it. And he's been really struggling. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> some dumb thing about rock band, which, you know, might be seen as some, you know, stupid thing in the world, but it related to a 14 year old and a grown man who writes video games and probably not a lot of other people. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. It really, makes me think about, you know, like if there was something that I could teach the, the women, you know, that we speak to and the men, but you know, we're, we're speaking to sisters in Zion. So I, I want to shout from the rooftops, like sisters rise up, you know, like think about being at church and being that person that is so spiritual, you know, your insights are good and that you can be one person for others in that church, you know, like Maybe there wasn't a lot of really great insights that were shared, but there was one thing that came through you. And to me, that comes from really rising up. It comes from coming to church prepared with scriptures, with a good attitude, with, you know, a, a humble heart and a willing, you know, willing spirit, contrite spirit, and, and being willing to be that person in testimony meeting who will stand up. And if, if the meeting is going a little awry, you know, and it's getting a little awkward, you know, you stand up like that's, don't you feel like that's what the savior is asking of us? Like where much is given, much is required. Like if you are a leader and you understand the way that the savior wants the church to be led, we are his hands and we are his voice, right? So there's a responsibility here for us to be not judgmental of those that, you know, kind of, share weird stuff <laughs> about video games. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just feel like there's a responsibility here for us to be the ones in those meetings, in Relief Society, in Sunday School, in Testimony Meeting, to be the ones that are like, hey, I was reading in the scriptures and here's what the Spirit spoke to me about, right? Like that kind of stuff is, is very strengthening. And when, when you speak of missionary work and the book of Mormon and the atonement of Jesus Christ and the temple and families can be together forever. And, you know, some really core principles of the gospel and you bring those topics back into the meeting. It's like the spirit comes back, like everything is heightened. And it's like, it's back to what I feel, you know, the savior wants us to be proclaiming. We're, we're proclaiming the gospel, right? So Someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good point. What, what made me or what came to my mind is when we are able to testify, even just something simple, but you bring the spirit in. And again, it depends on who's in tune with that spirit, but it enlightens your mind. It opens your mind and your understanding. And that's, you know, it's actually 
they can see on, you know, when they measure it on fMRIs, um, it, your, uh, your mind, it says it's filled with like light, right? That's what the scripture says. It actually is. They can measure it on that electromagnetic spectrum, um, enlightenment. And so it's really cool that you can, you know, again, it's all about the receiver and being open to receiving. And I remember Elder Iring had a talk. It was, I can't remember the exact name. It was something about plat, uh, pavilions or something. And we oh, have, yeah. where's the pavilion that covers thy head? Oh, I yeah. totally remember this talk. Yes. That was so good. And that like, and, and it made me realize, okay, I'm the one blocking uh-huh. some the insight or the spirit uh-huh. that I could receive from this. And, and it's really just starts with us and how our, and, and a whole other thing is, and not judging ourselves. And when people, if you think that you're going to be judged by others by saying it, guess what? It's because they're judging themselves. Judgment only comes when we judge ourselves. Right. Yeah. I love that you brought up the pavilion talk by Elder Iring. I I, I can't even tell you the number of times that I have been feeling low, low vibe, you know, can't get this, like, just, you know, feel the joy and the high frequency that I want to feel. And I have said out loud, where is the pavilion? Where is it? What is it? What is it? I know you didn't put it up. I'm the one I constructed a pavilion and I'm sitting in it like a tent, you know, I need to get out, out from under this pavilion. And I don't fully know how, but I, I mean, I do, right. I do. I know how to pray and get out of that. I want to actually go back to what I was thinking before. So I was saying I was in sacrament meeting and I wasn't loving the speaker. I was getting a little annoyed. Um, and so I opened my scriptures and I was in first Nephi 19 and um, in verse 20, it says, for behold, I have workings in the spirit, which doth weary me, even that all my joints are weak. And so I, I was like feeling into that. I'm like, wow, you know what? Like sometimes I'm, I'm totally exhausted by this. Like uh, there are times where I will be so you know, so high, so feeling the spirit, like so loving the scriptures, going to the temple every week, like, and all of that. And and here I am listening to a prophet talk about, I have workings in the spirit, which doth weary me, even that all my joints are weak. So here's Nephi, a prophet talking about how he gets tired. He does. He feels low. He gets, and I actually clicked on weary because I was on my phone and it took me to a few different other prophets. There's Daniel that talks about he was left alone and he saw this great vision. And then he says, and there remained no strength in me. So it's like you, you get this like really strong spiritual impression. And then there are times where you just feel completely low and you're just like, maybe you do feel like there's a pavilion and that's, that's a constructed thought. That doesn't necessarily mean that there is one, but prophets are talking about uh, at first, uh, in First Nephi, Lehi talks about after he sees this vision, he returned to his own house at Jerusalem and he cast himself upon his bed, being overcome with the spirit, like overcome, meaning that not like happy, yay, everything's awesome, but like on your bed, just exhausted from it, right? Um, and Ammon in, in Alma 27 talks about Ammon was so, the joy of Ammon was so great that he was full even to the exhausting of his strength, and he fell again to the earth. So Moses says the same thing again. He, he didn't receive his natural strength for hours after having these really high spiritual visions. And uh, that's, that was the scripture that came to me as I was 
moaning and groaning and begrudging and sacrament meeting, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, this is cool. I can ponder on this. I can ponder on how there are times when the spirit is really strong and really high. And there are other times where I just feel completely weary and exhausted and, you know, just, just let it be, let it be okay. You don't have too much judgment for the situation or for anyone in it. Um, you know, so it's, it was a, it was a mini lesson that I learned at church. So. So it was actually good that you went to church. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's always good, right? I know. You know what I love about when, you know, just in life in general, but if you turn to any situation and just ask, what can I learn from this? I mean, I'm one of my strengths is learner. Uh, That's why obviously I'm doing a doctorate and I just, I love learning, but it's also, there's so much available to us. And on a little side note, my, you know, my brother's been going through a divorce and, and he's really struggling and he calls me consistently, which I love. And he just is like, I don't know what to do about this. And I just, we just take the every single opportunity that he's going through as a learning experience. And he called me the other day and he was in tears and he said, Danielle, I just had to share with you. He said, I, I just feel so happy. These are happy tears. I'm like, okay. And he said, I just called my ex and they're not even divorced yet. And, and she's been cheating and you know, there's lots of stuff going on. And he says, I just called her and told her that I forgive her. And I I just feel so good inside. And he, and my brother's not active, you guys, like he's, he's, he hasn't gone to church ever. (laughs) And so he was baptized at eight and that was it. And for him to feel he did, and I, you know, it was explained to him, he's feeling the closeness of God and the savior because that forgiveness. And he was just in these happy tears. I just, he's like, I feel so good and so free. And I mean, that's really what it's about is what we can learn. And he's even said, he goes, I have learned so much. I have become such a better person because of going through this divorce. And I'm just like this proud, like older sister, like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) But it's just beautiful when we can turn any situation, even being bored and annoyed in church and what you can learn from it. You know, I mean, why not make it productive? (laughs) It really is. And, And that is, that is the lesson, right? Turning any situation to the savior and asking what you can learn from this, how you can see it with more love, and yeah, and uh, and even sharing that with others, which is why we're sharing this with you guys today. So <laughs> hopefully, you guys can learn, you know, from that. And, Absolutely, yeah. I think all of us can relate to being, you know, sometimes frustrated or feel like, why do we just, you know, why don't we go deeper into stuff at church or all this stuff? And I'm going to just share one last thing because. It, I, st- I started to question this for a while. It's like, why aren't we talking more about this or this? And why is it just so surfacey and blah? And I started to question it, but not in a, I've learned when I have little doubts, I learned to just go to Heavenly Father and go, I just want to learn. I'm not trying to be negative. I just want to learn. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, you know, was pondering and praying about this. And I heard um, something that made me go, oh, I get it. And it was that the church is responsible for teaching the milk. And who who drinks milk? Babies. And because they have to go at the lowest denominator of members, which is new converts, right? And bringing new people in. It's our responsibilities as members 
to search out the meat, the meat in the scriptures and deeper doctrine. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing he said, this was on a video from a church video. He said, um, then we turn over to God to learn the mystery. So you got the milk, the meat and the mysteries. Ooh. And that, that really helped me to not like, like start doubting the church or blaming the church and just going, Oh, of course. And I used to teach, um, the gospel principles class, which is, you know, new converts and, mm -hmm. and investigators. And I loved teaching at that level. So much fun. And so that helped me go, Oh, I get it. I need to do scripture study and study the meat and then just turn over questions to God to learn the mysteries and stop blaming. Wow. I wrote that down. Milk, meat, and mysteries. <laughs> That's fantastic. I got I to gotta share in the meeting today when I was like kind of complaining in my own head, I kind of, I whispered to my husband, I said, they need breakout sessions in sacrament meeting. Like, <laughs> you know, they do. They need, I'm like, because I'm here to learn. I want someone to teach me some meat. I did. I was need, you know, I wanted that and I wasn't going to get it. I was just getting, I'm not sure if I was even getting milk, but it's, it's okay. I was getting something and I just said they need breakout sessions. And that's kind of what you're talking about. you got like level one, level two, you know, and it's not even like one is above the other one or anything like that. It's, it's milk and meat. It's like, okay. So just knowing you are going to get mostly milk at church and milk is great actually. And I think we all could use more milk, right? There are times when you need that meat and it, it really requires a, an extra level of commitment. I don't think God's just going to give you the meat, like just because you ask for it, like, you know, one time it's more of like, Hey, so let's find some meat together. Let's study and ponder and meditate on that meat. And then those mysteries come. So it's a challenge and I am up for it. So I am grateful that we can just discuss these feelings, you know, like kind of bring it to the table and say it like it is. And, and really turn it back to what lesson there is to learn from it. That's why we share these conversations with you guys. Yeah, so. Absolutely. I agree. And one thing I just want to bring up is you turn to your scriptures, which was beautiful and the right answer. But when one thing I, when I want more meat, and I, you did this in your scripture study today, Kirsten, is I'll, I'll choose a subject and then I look um, I'll read something like, say I'm just reading my scriptures and I'm like, Ooh, that's interesting. And then I go look up all the other scriptures on it. And that's exciting. That's, yeah. that's how I study. And so a lot of times I'll be looking at, Oh, talking about the light of Christ. Okay. So now I just did that recently. And I'm like looking at all the scriptures that are related to it underneath the light of Christ. And I'm searching like everything light that has to do with light in the scriptures. And it's, it's more exciting than just like, okay, chapter two, you know, it's like, I, I really enjoy that way. And I learn more meat that way because it's like, I'm on a hunt and it's kind yeah, of it's a hunting. For meat. <laughs> yeah, for real. I think that is what you hunt for, right? You, you hunt for meat. Uh, we should have more discussion on the hunt and on seeking that light. I'm, I'm feeling like we could have a lot of other discussions on that. So to be continued, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks everybody for joining yeah. our <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> yeah. We love it. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for joining us on the Sisters in Zion podcast. Music is compliments of Marshall McDonald and can be found on his Sunday Best album. You can share this podcast with others through your podcast app or Podbean website. 
Join us next week for more experiences, enlightenment, and conversations to draw closer to Christ.